0: For a look back on today's match, this is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore.
1: Today's game is brought
2: to you by Equifax, proud partner of your Atlanta United, The Home Depot, with more ways to help take on your home projects, delivered right to your door, The Home Depot, how doers get more done, AT&T, the official wireless partner of Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, and Piedmont, an official healthcare provider of Atlanta United.
0: The home for MLS in Atlanta, sports radio 92.9, the game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore.
2: No messing around tonight for Atlanta United in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup. They get a draw against Chattanooga FC out of Nisa, the third tier of the U.S. Soccer Pyramid. The quality gap, unfortunately, for Chattanooga. And again, credit to them for coming in here and playing for 90 minutes and competing. But the, the talent gap, overwhelming in favor of Atlanta United, and it ends up as a 6-0 win over Chattanooga FC. We have confirmed now that the draw for the round of 32 will be tomorrow. So Atlanta United will learn their next opponent in the U.S. Open Cup at 12 noon tomorrow. That match then, the round of 32 match, will be played either May 10th or 11th, and you can hear it on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. But as far as tonight is concerned, Atlanta United took care of business. They did not give themselves anything to stress over. And, you know, honestly, you look at the work turned in tonight by guys like Shuttleworth, DeJohn, Abara, Hernandez. I'll we'll even throw Wolf in there. Um, players who needed to get minutes, I guess you could say. And they all looked really comfortable. And I thought Shuttleworth in particular, uh, in the very limited amount of touches that he had to have and build-up play, looked like he was getting his sea legs, and I think that's very, very important for Atlanta United.
3: Yeah, you just have to get used to him if you're the back line. If you're somebody like Miles Robinson, you just have to get used to kind of where Shuttleworth wants the ball when it's passed back to him, what he's going to look for in terms of his passes out. Is he going to get a little skittish and play it long? Is he going to look for those passes up the middle, which are the best ones if you can find them? They're also the risky ones. I thought Shuttleworth grew into it with that. You know, he looked more comfortable as he got more touches. He's just going to have to ride through it. And, and you know, you want to be safe rather than, than making those mistakes. But you also don't want to be too safe and just concede possession all the time.
2: The other big takeaway from this match tonight is it seems like Atlanta United has found a center forward to ride with for the time being. And that is Don Dwyer, who's our man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. And Dwyer was outstanding tonight. Two goals and an assist. Uh, a header off a Mulraney cross in the 25th minute, a Golasso and a dying ball at the edge of the 18 in the 35th minute, and then did a really nice job setting up the Arruju chip, which came just a moment after Dom Dwyer was shown a yellow card. So you know what the Gordie Howe hat trick is? Mm -hmm. Goal assist and fight. Well, this is a Dom Dwyer (laughs) hat trick. Two goals and a yellow card, I guess. But uh, uh, Dwyer, he's the striker for now. He's got to be after this performance tonight.
3: I think so. I I think he's the one playing with confidence right now. And we know that generally confidence isn't an issue for Dom Dwyer. But when you come off the last two years that he's had where he hasn't been on the field a ton, he was in a bad Toronto team last year. He didn't get a lot of time his last year in Orlando. He needed to build that confidence a little bit. And I think it's the same thing we talked about with Shuttleworth, where the team has to develop confidence in him, too. And now you see him and Jake Mulroney building a nice connection. Yeah. The crossing game, they know they can put those crosses in. And Dwyer's crafty inside the 18. He's going to create the little little pocket of space. And that's all he needs. That header falling away, that that's a, that's a great, great finish. And then the other one is just a total confidence goal. But it's the work outside of the goals as well. The passing, the pressing, all of those other elements that Gonzalo Pineda looks forward to.
2: Yeah, Dwyer now has played... About 235 minutes for Atlanta United on the year. Has three goals and an assist in those 235 minutes. That is looking like a really, really good signing by the front office. You would only anticipate Joseph Martinez being hurt for two months, but um, just as Bobby Shuttleworth is going to help fill in for Brad Guzan, Dwyer definitely proved his quality tonight. So he's your man of the match, brought to you by Heineken. The statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Well, here we go. Shots 21-4, Atlanta. Shots on target, 6-1, Atlanta. Possession 59-41, Atlanta. Key passes, 18-2, Atlanta. Expected goals, 2.47 to 0.13, Atlanta. That sounds a lot like Saturday against Cincinnati with one major difference. Yeah, those goals. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little. And they were pretty goals, too. And you're going to hear the highlights coming up in a little bit. We also hope to have an interview from the Atlanta United Dressing Room. And later, we'll take your questions and comments on Twitter. I need a drink of water. You do. (laughs) So we'll be back to Kennesaw in a moment on the full-time report, 6-0 Atlanta over Chattanooga on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. I did it again so I'm all let up. Oh my god Baby
0: let me love you down There's so many ways to love ya Maybe I can break you down
1: so many ways to love ya got me
0: like oh my god back up a
2: full time report love. on sports radio 929 the game, you, game. you know how we roll here anytime atlanta united wins we play music from uh, the city of the team they defeated and i did not i was today years old when i found out that usher grew up in chattanooga
3: yeah spent some time growing up in chattanooga uh, this is a new one i've not had to find chattanooga music no, ever
2: no no uh, we, we don't often Carry matches involving either Chattanooga FC or Chattanooga Red Wolves uh, but Atlanta United with a goalie at tonight here in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup 6-0 they defeat Chattanooga FC they are through to the round of 32 the draw will be tomorrow Jason and I are doing cocktail napkin uh, predictions on regions that Atlanta United may get drawn into and we're speculating right now I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that Atlanta United could be in a region with Orlando, Miami, and South Georgia Tormenta. Could buy that. Not inconceivable. They could possibly be in a region with um, Nashville, Charlotte, who had to hold on for dear life in extra time tonight to beat Greenville Triumph. Uh, But there could be an Atlanta, Charlotte, Nashville, maybe Richmond region, uh, there's three Texas teams going through. Maybe Atlanta United gets thrown into the Texas region against the Austin-San Antonio winner and
3: Dallas and Houston. Somebody's got to get kicked out to Texas, so that could get weird. It could.
2: Uh, we'll continue the speculation during the full-time report, but that's what we know right now. One thing I can tell you for sure that uh, the next Atlanta United match of the U.S. Open Cup and everyone thereafter can be seen on ESPN+, Plus, your official streaming destination for U.S. Open Cup. Stream all remaining U.S. O- Open Cup matches, match replays, and more on ESPN+. Plus. Go to ESPNplus.com to sign up or learn more. Want to hear six goals scored by Atlanta United? Yes. Good. Thank you. Let's get started then. 21st minute, Ronald Hernandez opened it up off a nice cross from Andrew Goodman. Thrown into a bar, given back to Gootman in the far corner. Dribbles to the edge of the 18. Here's a cross. Hernandez with a shot. Goal! Ronald Hernandez gets the first US Open Cup goal of 2022 for Atlanta United, and it's 1 0 in the 21st minute. It would not be the last of 2022, it would not be the last tonight, it would not be the last uh, between minutes 20 and 30, because four minutes later, Dom Dwyer found the back of the net to make it 2-0. Off the throw, Mulraney in the left attacking third, dribbling on Ward. Here comes the cross, Dwyer hitter, score! Goal, Lasso, And Dom Dwyer finds the back of the net for Atlanta United for the second time this year. It's 2-0 in the 26th minute. Now, at this point in the full-time report, I would like to retract my call of that being a goloso because there were more goloso-ish goals than
3: that tonight. It was,
2: it was a pretty a, goal. It was a really, a really good, good, goal. good goal. It was a Re- really
3: well-taken goal.
2: But I, I think this next one's a little more goloso-ish. Do you want to call this the hot play of the match or do you want to give it to Araujo on the chip?
3: I think you got to give it to Araujo.
2: Okay, very well. Then this common Golasso by Dom Dwyer 10 minutes later to make it 3-0 to Atlanta in the 35th minute. Atlanta United moving from left to right off the free kick a little 2v1 action here with DeJohn and Robertson. Jones is in the middle of that. DeJohn now sends it down. The left wing to Gutman. Gutman firing in the head to Mulraney. Top of the 18. Loose touch, but it rolls to Dwyer. Shot from distance. Score! Goal! Lasso! Again! Dom Dwyer! 3-0 Atlanta! Dwyer had a fantastic match. 3-0 Atlanta United at halftime. The fourth Atlanta United goal, Jake Mulraney did an unbelievable job to keep what appeared to be a ball destined for going out of play on the near touchline, keeping it in, dribbling through two men to the end line and getting knocked down by Travis Ward at the end line to draw a penalty. That put Marcelino Moreno at the spot to atone a little bit for missing his penalty Saturday against Cincinnati. So this to make it 4-0 to Atlanta United in the 53rd minute action at the goal to our left. And Moreno up to the ball, he strikes, it's score! And Atlanta United coming gold on the score sheet in a big way tonight. It's 4-0 in the 53rd minute.
3: I got to give a little bit of love to the hashtag GKUnion out there. Proper terminology because they get really been out of shape about this. Moreno didn't miss his penalty. It was, it saved. was saved. Penalty saved, yes. Got to, got to give you. the goalkeepers their you respect right. or they come after you.
2: Yeah, well, and that's Alec Cann, too, and I'm a big personal fan yes. of Alec. So, thank you. Uh, correction noted. 4-0 Atlanta United at that point of the 53rd minute. And then, boy, I mean, you kind of felt for Chattanooga because here against tired legs now, here comes Tiago Almada and Luis Arruju and Brooks Lennon into the match. And it almost felt unfair at times as this match wound down Arauju's chip here in the 67th minute is the hot play of the match brought to you by Scanna. Here's a ball played down the middle to Arauju, dribbling into the box. Chip, score! Goal Lasso! And Luis Arauju makes it 5-0, Atlanta United. And for over 20 years, skin energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 today. Dwyer had two very pretty goals. That might have been his best play in the night, though.
3: Yeah, it was. Um, he would have had an assist if Mulraney had scored on the one that created the penalty, too. I mean, Dom, Dom was very involved in a lot of different things. But the, the finish from Luis, that, that's why you go out and you get Luis Adarujou last August. That's why you have such high hopes coming into this year. He can be an MVP in Major League Soccer. He has that kind of ability. And when he scores goals like that. And the final goal of the night for Atlanta United, Miles
2: Robinson, a rare assist here up to Brooks Lennon. Atlanta United now trying to counter press here as Robertson plays it inside to Hernandez. Running back on the ball now is Rodriguez. And he'll send it ahead to Hernandez. Pass to Gray, intercepted Robinson deep in the play. Ahead to Lennon, top of the arc. Shot, score! Brooks Lennon calmly pumps his fist as Atlanta United has dominated the action at the fraction tonight. It's now 6-0. I I, want to shout out Brooks Lennon, by the way. I, I think Atlanta United did very, very well in the second half to handle themselves correctly. Uh, I, I think they were very accepting of the reality of the situation in the second half as well. you got to keep playing, and I'm glad they did, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no ridiculous theatrics on the goal celebrations of the second half because it was certainly not necessary.
3: No, no, and that's, that's the kind of team this is. You know, You understand the situation. It's almost more disrespectful to stop playing and just knock the ball around yeah. and not try to go to goal um, that's not what this team is, is built to do. I've always found that disrespectful. It's a it's a match that counts. It's not mm-hmm. a preseason game where you might call off the attack. It's a match that counts, and you get goals, you go get goals.
2: And I think, again, tip of the cap to Chattanooga. They took some body blows in the first half, and they kept playing and kept searching for goals tonight. They did not bunker or park the bus to try to make the scoreline look kind of okay. Mm-hmm. They kept playing all the way through, and it's a real credit to them. They'll, they'll be heard from in – Group A of NISA this spring, yeah. uh, they're an unusual, in an unusual scheduling pod. Like, they had to go out to Arizona last Friday, which is kind of weird. But uh, there was some quality on this team tonight. I, I was really impressed with Gray. We talked about him a lot. I like Saro a lot. Um, I thought Robertson played pretty well at times tonight. Uh, Their keeper, I mean, look, you you give up six goals, but I thought he had good command of his area after an injury scare, so they'll be okay.
3: Yeah, Rodriguez was good off the bench uh, from Dalton, the teenager. His brother might win the uh, state championship this year at Dalton, trying to continue the legacy. It was Cerro for me that, that really impressed me. Um, of course, you know you know my background in the game. Anybody who wins the fourth division title <laughs> in Argentina is going to be an instant favorite of mine. you got to go through street fights to win that thing. And he, he had a little bit of grit to him, but he could play. I think if you've seen Chattanooga FC over the years, and this is a team with you know more than a decade plus of experience, but only a couple of years at the pro level, this is by far the best version of Chattanooga FC that has ever existed. And it's not just they're pro and they have more resources to spend and all that. It's the way that they play. We've watched so many teams from Major League Soccer come into Atlanta and play negative, defensive, scared soccer and chattanooga could have done that from the beginning it's a cup game if you grind it out and get it to extra time who knows what happens they didn't try to do that they tried to play their game they went down their way and full credit to them for doing that
2: and it it probably jason will still be when the book is closed on this season um a successful open cup for chattanooga because you beat they a pro team a pro you, team you beat, you beat a, team. a usl championship yeah. side two levels above them really Or at the level and a half, maybe, uh, more fair. But uh, to go to Memphis and beat Memphis uh, 901-3-1, that is a a good accomplishment for them. Um, We're going to be speaking to Bobby Shuttleworth in just a moment over the phone. Shuttleworth had the clean sheet tonight. He did make a save. Uh, I want to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total is currently... $4,000. $4,000. So I'm So going to do a little bit of on-air producing here. Um, uh, Dylan, back of the studio, I'm told they are attempting to call us uh, and that no one answered. So uh, if, if we could just maybe keep an eye on the phone for a moment. Hate to do the on-air producing. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing it a little bit differently tonight. We're at Kennesaw. We're not at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So uh, usually when we're at the stadium, um, yeah, we, we have a headset in the dressing room, but unfortunately right. uh, we don't have that. Uh, here We're getting creative. <laughs> uh, so uh, Bobby's going to try to call us again. Um, I am really intrigued to see what this, this draw is going to look like tomorrow mm-hmm. because Atlanta and Orlando have Open Cup history. Atlanta and Miami are going to play Sunday and they might have to play each other again really soon. Mm-hmm. And I think the most intriguing possibility of all and one of the possibilities that could um, – you know, it kind of feed into the magic of the Open Cup. I don't know if they've applied to host, but South Georgia Tormenta's got a new facility down there in Statesboro. It's not that, open yet, though. getting ready to open. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, I don't know if May 10th, if they can, you know, hustle up the rakes and the shovels a little bit and get that thing open, but how cool would that be for soccer in the state of Georgia if somehow the envelopes opened a certain way and Atlanta United drew, drew south georgia tormenta potentially
3: even on the road I'll tell you what that's a team you don't want to see in the open cup either they, they've beat two usl championship teams you don't want to see that matchup if you can avoid it
2: okay uh let's go to the wadeford.com hotline Wade Ford atlanta's ford dealer bobby shuttleworth who made his uh first atlanta united start tonight and had the clean sheet against chattanooga uh, joining us on the phone bobby thank you so much for joining us tonight great job on the clean sheet
4: Thanks a lot. I appreciate it.
2: So uh, how did it feel? It, it take me through your emotions really over the last 96 hours. I mean, obviously we were all kind of uh, punched in the gut when Brad got hurt on Saturday. So take me what it, through this journey of yours now for the last couple of days, having to go into the Cincinnati match on short notice and then uh, kind of learning the reality that you are going to be the starting goalkeeper for Atlanta United the
4: rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a tough one, um, you know, losing someone like Brad is such a key uh, key piece at the club and such a big leader for us, and, um, you know, it's one of those where your head's kind of spinning when you're coming in, and then, um, you know, once the game finishes, it's just looking forward and, you know, relying on all your preparation for, you know, staying ready while you're at training, and um, when your, your spot is called, when your, your number's called, and step up and try to, try to play well for the team.
3: After last season ended, Bobby, and you were considering the next steps in your career, what was it about Atlanta that sold you on coming down?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, biggest thing was the club. I mean, you know, um, clubs won a lot for the short time that's been around. And, um, you know, you just hear throughout the league how well the players are taken care of, top facility, unbelievable fans, great stadium. So, um, end of the day, it was really, really an easy choice, you know, once they called and, um said that they were interested, and, um, you know, I was excited to be able to, to come and play.
2: Bobby, what's the mood in the dressing room uh, after this match tonight? Because this team has come so close in the Charlotte and Cincinnati matches to putting a bunch of goals in the back of the net. It felt like tonight everything kind of came good.
4: Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for us was a, a professional performance, um, you know, re- respecting Respecting the opponent and uh, you know trying to put our best foot forward and, and try to try to score some goals and get that ball rolling a little bit. And I think that's what you saw. I think we uh, you know once we got the first one, it was one of those where we didn't want to take our foot off the gas and um, try to try to open up the gates a little bit and hopefully that rolls into the Miami game.
3: Was that one of the the real talking points coming into this for you guys, not wanting to let Chattanooga get? going we see these smaller teams in the tournament where they can get some momentum early they can cause problems for major league soccer teams
4: yeah of course i mean um played in this tournament quite a few times and um you know that you can't you can't take anything for granted and like i said it has to be a professional performance you have to respect the opponent that you're playing and i think we did that tonight i think you know you saw from the very first minute how locked in we were we were and ready to go and we were ready to roll and pick up good spots and pressuring them and um you know, I think it's for us. You know, a good performance, and we're on to the next round.
2: On to the next round, and more immediately on to Fort Lauderdale, and we will see you down there on Sunday. Bobby, thank you so much for your time after the match tonight. All
4: right, thanks, guys. All right,
2: Bobby Shuttleworth, Atlanta United's goalkeeper, clean sheet tonight. One save for him. Uh, Bobby Shuttleworth has not conceded a goal now, and uh, I think a hundred and. 15 minutes played for atlanta united that's a rough estimate for shuttleworth atlanta united easy winners tonight 6-0 over chattanooga in the third round of the u.s open cup we're going to take your questions and comments on twitter right after this on the full-time report on sports radio 92.9 the game to die in the game this is what i think of when i think of chattanooga music a little more rock country-ish than uh, i'm still shocked by usher you're, you're I, still I no idea usher had chattanooga words
3: like yeah that. I mean, look we had to stretch a little bit with chattanooga he lived there for a while he grew up there so he gets in kane brown was born there so okay. kane brown gets in
2: good music city Good music state, the state of
3: Tennessee. The scenic city is a good one for some artists.
2: Yeah, well, we'll be uh, probably the three of us driving through uh, Nashville one month from right now because Atlanta United plays in Nashville on the twenty-first. So I have a feeling the Pope Mobile might be uh, on the way up to Nashville on the twentieth with uh, Jason and myself. We've done that trip before. We know we know the McDonald's to stop at on the way. Uh, White Castle. Well, uh, ideally it would be White Castle, but uh, you know. Whenever the hunger strikes is what we're going to hit. This unfortunately, you have to go all the way to Nashville to to get White Castle. This is true. Bucky's, yeah. Oh, well, no, is Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes, there is in Calhoun. There is a Bucky's now. I have to, well, then we'll all be having brisket one month from today. <laughs> we are really all over the place. Atlanta United defeating Chattanooga FC tonight six nil. Uh, we're back on the full time report. Just a few questions and comments from you on Twitter at uh, TNT17 says besides being happy, the team found some confidence and some players getting minutes. Are there any other takeaways that we can have tonight?
3: I mean, I think the biggest thing is that confidence and for some specific players to develop that confidence. And I think Dom Dwyer is a a big one here because you've needed one of those forwards to break out. You've needed one of them to have a night like Dom had tonight. It was essential That's one of the biggest storylines coming out of this. I think the minutes that that Franco Ibarra got is a big one, too, because the second half, he played as a six by himself. He had never played that for Atlanta United, and I don't think he'd ever played that, at least at the pro level at Argentinos Juniors before coming here. He was always part of a double pivot, and he was always the one not really tasked with being on the ball as much. He's going to have to be on the ball in an Atlanta United system, and he was 47 of 50. Passing tonight, 94%. He created a chance. We know what he brings to the table defensively, and he did that. He won four tackles, he had four interceptions, eight defensive actions. That's the Franco Ibadara that we know. 94% passing, I never have associated that with no. him. And it's something that if he's going to play in a crowded midfield where you've got Emerson Heineman coming back, you've got Mateus Osetsu not far away. And I think what we're starting to see, it, it, what we expected, is with Araujo, with Almada, with Moreno, one of them will be central, whether it's Moreno or Almada. So that means two central midfielders out of Santi Sosa, out of Mateo Sosecu, out of Emerson Heinman, out of Franco Ibarra.
2: What did you think of Almada's role when he came into the match? Now, it got a little more fluid as it went on. But it felt like Almada was a little deeper in the midfield than I'm accustomed to seeing him, at least at first.
3: No, I think that's what we're seeing from him in Atlanta. And, and we saw that at times from him at Velez. Uh, I did an interview with Joseph Dykus uh, from the Chattanoogan.com, and he asked me about Almada and who I would compare him to. And actually, because of him playing deeper here, I compared him to Luka Modric uh, of Real Madrid and the Croatian national team. I think we generally associate the playmaking with Almada and the chance creation and and the Golasso that we saw earlier. But he can drop deep. He can be the the central guy of the three who's most far forward but can drop deep when needed. He can defend. He's a smart player. I think he reads the game well. He gives you more than just highlight reel stuff. And and, and that's really good to see from a young player like that that's so well-rounded. Uh, just one more from Chiva and uh, I'm, I'm
2: really glad she said this. This venue, Kennesaw, is so much fun. Watching the players so close you can really feel the games and she also loves to see Miles do some parky stuff. I think a, a comment about the assist that Robinson had
3: to uh, Lennon right at the end of the match tonight. But Um, Also, I think the talking, and and that's an important thing. Uh, We've heard a a few um, being relayed to us, some of the comments from after the match uh, of Gonzalo Pineda, and they talked about the captaincy, and it's probably going to be miles for the the foreseeable future. Brad Gazan is still the captain of this team, and his presence will be felt in the locker room, at the training ground, those kinds of things. But wearing the armband, that's more than likely going to be miles right now, and it's going to have to bring some of that out of him he's gonna have to be vocal he's gonna have to organize because he's the senior member of that back line when when it's Brooks Lennon when it's Andrew Gutman when it's George Campbell or Alan Franco next to him and it's Bobby Shuttleworth in goal in Atlanta Miles Robinson's the senior member of that group and when you're a national team player you have that extra cachet and he's got to use that and he's got to be that person and it can't affect his game he can't get hung up on that stuff but he's got to be I think more outgoing, more open, more vocal. He's gotta be more extroverted in those situations. And and I think he can, and I don't think that that's too much of a stretch for him. I think we've seen him kind of grow into that over his time here in Atlanta. Yeah,
2: and we talked about the questions that might have been answered tonight or questions that we hope would be answered tonight. And that's one, who's the captain? And that's not an insignificant question no. either. Uh, the other that was very important was Hoosier center forward, I and mean, it certainly looks like it's Dom Dwyer. Okay, so now it's on to Fort Lauderdale for an MLS match on Sunday, for uh, the round of 32 for the U.S. Open Cup, a uh, week and a half after that. We'll kind of lay that all out for you, preview the Inter-Miami match, and get you up to date on everything else that's going on around the tournament tonight, right after this. As we wrap up the full-time report from Kennesaw, Atlanta United 6-0 winners over Chattanooga FC tonight on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: Up a really solid Tennessee
2: excursion. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Yes, yes.
1: 29.
2: <laughs> boy, you can give me a shout Oh, Chattanooga, 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 Chattanooga tonight fortunately they were able to keep it at 6. 6-0 Atlanta United over Chattanooga FC tonight the third round of the U.S. Open Cup the third round is winding down just to get you up to date on what has already occurred tonight uh, Rochester New York defeats <laughs> Motown that in, uh, game. in penalties uh, 2-2 and then 4-3 in penalties and we talked about that at halftime, how wild that was. The
3: shootout was crazy. It was back and forth. Yeah. One team would get the advantage, and then they blew it. The keepers made a bunch of saves.
2: And you're telling me FC Motown wins the $25,000 prize? They do. The, the deepest uh, uh, amateur team to go through. They uh, do.
3: We have a, no, a new winner now, Louisville City, in round 10 of penalties. Goes through over St. Louis City too.
2: We were one round away from goalkeepers taking penalties oh, man. there, and that I was th- not without precedent, by the way, in this tournament. We've seen that yeah. before. Uh, but a lot of good matches tonight. Richmond Kickers, very late winner over North Carolina Fusion, one nil. Minnesota, that was a tricky match for them to go to forward Madison tonight. They won two nil. New York Red Bulls, not easy at Hartford Athletic tonight, but they won two one. Hartford pulled one back and made that interesting
3: as yeah. it got late
2: uh orlando uh 2-1 over tampa bay rowdies orlando was up 2-0 tampa bay pulled one back i'm sure that was a very emotional match. well we
3: know tampa bay's coach was sent off and we have video of him refusing to go very far he went into mm-hmm. the stands and crossed his arms and said he wasn't going any further
2: yeah that sounds about right
3: that's tampa right. bay rowdies yeah. for you it
2: sounds about right uh, Greenville Triumph had a great crowd tonight, up I-85, and they very nearly pulled the cups at. Charlotte was the MLS team in the biggest danger tonight. Yep. They do win 2-1 in extra time, uh, but Charlotte had – they were down to 10 because Sobosinski got hurt in stoppage time – or, I'm sorry, in added time. In, in
3: extra time. They had used all their subs. Sobosinski went down. They were playing 10 v. 11, and Harrison Offal comes through big for them. And gets the game winner in the 105th minute.
2: Jason told you Louisville City in penalties over St. Louis City tonight. Uh, they're in the 62nd minute in San Antonio. And Austin has a 1-0 lead on San Antonio. Uh, would imagine they'll probably be potted with FC Dallas and Houston in the next round. Real Salt Lake and Northern Colorado are scoreless at halftime. Keep an eye on that for a mm. potential cup set. And then uh, three more matches out west tonight. Sacramento Republic hosting Central Valley Fuego. That's about to start. Phoenix Rising and New Mexico United about to start. And LAFC and Orange County SC about to start. And that will close down the third round of this tournament. The fourth round draw tomorrow, 12 noon. Um, we'll see any foul draws this time. <laughs> Uh, look, I mean, we we are, again, speculating, but it seems as we've done some back-of-the-cocktail-napkin drawings tonight, I'd be really surprised if Atlanta United is not potted with Orlando, Inter-Miami, and South Georgia Tormenta.
3: Yeah, it's a little tricky. We were waiting to see what would happen with that Louisville City-St. Louis game because that could throw somebody into a different spot there's going to be one region that doesn't quite fit with four and, and we think it's probably going to be texas and somebody's got to go there so who is the odd team out who gets bumped into that is it nashville is it is it atlanta is, is it i don't think it's gonna be one of the florida teams because they're close by i don't think it's going to be Tormenta. they could get bumped up the coast and go into more of like a mid-atlantic region but It could be an Atlanta or a Nashville that gets kicked out to the Texas group. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be shocked by that. It's just, it's hard to tell because you have 32 teams in this round and you don't have it perfectly set up with eight groups of four that are all close by.
2: Yeah. uh, We'll find out tomorrow, 12 noon. Wherever the uh, round of 32 match is played and whenever it is played. We will have it for you on Sports Radio 92.9. The
3: game now. There's a very good chance because they did this last time that at Open Cup, which is the official handle from US Soccer, will announce the geographic pods tonight at some point. Probably after the last games are done. They did that in the last round, so the announcement came at like you know 12:30, one o'clock in the morning Eastern time. But that was posted. So when you wake up in the morning, go check at Open Cup. And you might have the geographic pods at least, and then the draw will happen at noon. Uh,
2: As for the return to MLS play, that'll be Sunday afternoon in Fort Lauderdale, Atlanta United against Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami played last night and beat the Miami FC 1-0. That's after they had to play in Seattle. So... Um, Atlanta United has to travel, but it's not like Inter-Miami is going to be springtime fresh for that match either. Gregory, by the way, will be suspended for that match for Inter-Miami because of yellow card accumulation. But thinking about the way Atlanta United selected tonight, I have to think green light for Arruju, Almada, potentially Moreno uh, because they got him out after about an hour tonight. Um, So green green light, it would appear for those three Green light for a George Campbell, it would seem. Uh, Santi Sosa got the night off tonight. Brooks Lennon, absolute green light for him. Goodman, they got out relatively decently early tonight. So, it should be pretty close to a first-choice selection on Sunday for Gonzalo Panena.
3: Yeah, and it's going to be needed. Miami comes in with three straight wins in all competitions after that win over uh, the Miami FC. And they've got a hot forward in Leonardo Campana, the young Ecuadorian. He's got four goals. In his last three games, he had the hat trick against New England. Robbie Robinson got the goal out in Seattle. And then Campana scored the winner last night in the 1-0 win over the Miami FC. So... You're facing a team with a lot of confidence. They've never won four in a row in their short history. They're going to go for it at home on Sunday. Atlanta United has to come in and play like they have, honestly, over the last four games in all competitions where they've played well and they've only conceded one goal in the last four games, and it was an Olympico. That's a fluke. So you're doing well defensively. A lot of the talk has been the offense, but you're doing very well defensively. They have to continue that and get goals on these chances that are being created like you did tonight for some reason Miami over the last two plus years has been a historically
2: tough matchup for Atlanta United we'll see if it's the same case Sunday we'll be on the air from Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale 12:30 eastern time for the Five Stripes countdown on Sunday one o'clock will be the kickoff uh, here on Sports Radio 92.9 the game that'll do it for tonight Miller Pope our engineer Dylan Mad- He's our producer for Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti, the final score again, Atlanta United six 0 over Chattanooga. you know the third round of the US Open Cup. We'll see you this Sunday on sports Radio 929 the game.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.